0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, once again, we are assembled to to experience uh, something that we like to think of as an event even the Romans would have banned for being too cruel. (laughs) Put your money where your mouth is.
1: Real money, real projects, real executives. Look, they are moving,
0: see? (laughs) And real pitching. Yes, you heard it, pitching. It's like all other bodily functions. You don't want to do it. You have to do it. And when it's over, it's a relief.
1: And if, like me, and you get to my age, you have to get up five times a
0: night to do it. And that was a surprise for Kay Bambo, wasn't it? Oh, yes. <laughs> should, we, should we rewrite that one? No, no, no. You sure? Because,
1: because what I was trying to... Well, what were you trying to do with that one, Carl? Well, what I was trying to say was I, I kind of like popped round to her house and pitched to her in the middle of the night, not like... I sleep with Kate Bembo. Oh, okay. All because right.
0: that, that ended years ago. Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we weren't oh, t- going to dwell on that bit. I think... Um... <laughs> okay. Okay, Should we carry on? <laughs> All <right>. But, uh, <laughs> moving on. Yes. If you distill a pitch down to its basics, mm. it needn't be horrific. It needn't be nerve-jangling, gut-spasming-inducing experience. It needn't be any of those things. You just need to follow the three... P's. This bodily functions again. No, no,
1: no, 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 Tony. The three P's, which are... To be passionate. Indeed, passionate. You've got to love your project. If you don't love your project, you can't expect anybody else. How can anybody else uh, love your project? I don't know, Carl. Well, they can't, Tony. That's just the point. They can't love your project if you don't love your project. Okay, okay. Let's move on. To the oh, yes, the next one. Yes, yes, yes. Um, No, no, that's you. That's you. See there? Yes. Oh, no, it is me. No, no, you're right. Oh, it's me.
0: No, it's me. Yes. Yes. Good, thank you. Be... Be pithy. Are you going back to bodily functions? No, 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 no,
1: no. Pithy. Which means, dictionary definition, brief, forceful, and meaningful. Like you, Carl. Short and to the point. Very much. Thank you. And the final P. Oh, that is me, isn't
0: it? No, I say that. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) And the final P, (laughs) Carl? We have rehearsed
2: this.
0: (laughs) Something else about pitching. Rehearse. Rehearse what you're gonna... Don't just walk up in front of loads of people. There's four Ps. (laughs) Preparation. (laughs) Yeah, preparation, right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Perhaps the most important P of them all. Be personal. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Know your executive. Know what they like. Know what they don't like. Know what they're looking for. Know what's worked for them in the past. Know what hasn't. Follow them on social media. Tweet them every day. <coughs> why, why are you laughing? Send them birthday cards. <laughs> Even if it's not their birthday. Know
1: their daily routines and what they like to do with their time off
0: park outside their houses (laughs) for days on end pick up their children from school (laughs) call them late at night and hang up (laughs) have one room in your house dedicated to just one of them with photographs on the wall with a
1: constant looped recording of their voice from a recent conference call. Be them. Inhabit them. Get plastic surgery
0: to look like them. And all of you who are pitching today, look along this line of fine commissioning editors and executives and ask yourself this question. Now who's scared? He wrote that on the train on the way up, <laughs> I thought he did very well. Well, well done,
1: Carl. Oh, thank you. The, the, <laughs> the train started in Milan. <laughs> Move oh, on. Okay. Moving on. Uh, so, uh, now, uh, third in our line of our cavalcade of, 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 of marvellous entertainers here is, of course, the wonderful Anthony Utley. A round of applause for Anthony Utley, who will be... He is our roving... Our roving reporter, he will be going into the audience to grasp your um, uh, opinions, that's it, Uh, your opinions. Anything else? Just throw him out, okay, to get your opinion on uh, the pitches that are being pitched to you over the next
0: hour. And uh, the pitching will start in about 45 minutes, (laughs) because uh, now we're going to move on to to meet the executives. Go meet the executives. Does this this seamlessly suddenly come into play, the microphone? as There's I walk mine. away from... Yeah, it does. Okay, oh, it does. Yeah, great. So these people uh, can't stand up. They have so much money in their pockets. <laughs> they get uh, something like uh, 2,000 real pounds, not given to them. They give their money to other people. and anyway, I won't go into that right now because we need to know who they are. And so directly uh, to the side of me, the lady I'm touching right now, is Terry. Terry Collegian from Goumont, 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 Goumont. Goumont. Uh, For the
2: French, it's Goumont. And for uh, Americans, it's Gaumont.
0: Right. <laughs> there you are. And uh, uh, Terry and her company develop an awful lot of shows, so will be, and feature films, so uh, I have seen many pictures over the years, and we'll be very interested to see what we have today. And, of course, next to you uh, is Olivia Goumont. Is that correct? Oui. From... <laughs> <laughs> E1. On? E and uh, they have made a lot of shows, does not need introducing and is obviously interested in seeing uh, lots of new shows today. And uh, we have uh, Natalie Osmond from Nine Story in Canada. Ooh, you have a fan! (laughs) (laughs) A very indecisive sort of... "Eh, But I'm sure they might make lots and lots of shows in Canada, and uh, of course we'll want to see our shows today. Uh, and, uh, v- and Ireland and Ireland
3: and, and, I- and Ireland and Manchester.
0: There you are. Yeah. And Ireland and Manchester. <laughs> and uh, alphabetically, we're down to Zodiac, and we have um, Eric, who has been here before. It was last year, I think. You helped us out to. Uh, with some of our pitchers. So Eric uh, Casimiro will be here on behalf of Zodiac looking for new shows too. So these are our four Ladies
1: wonderful Ladies and gentlemen, our people. panel, yes!
0: <laughs> One.
1: The rules are very simple. Some of you have been here before, you'll know. Right, so our pitchers have five minutes to pitch their project to this wonderful panel. The panel then have five minutes to assess and bid on those pitches they are bidding for an option the option is for an exclusive three-month period to chat to get together to chat about the option going further. Um, We we thought earlier on it's a little bit like first dates, isn't it? You know, what we should be doing is having them go outside and see which taxis they get into, either they get in a taxi together or one apiece, which is the story of my life, I can tell you. But anyway, there we are. So um, five minutes to pitch, five minutes of assessment and bidding, at the end of which uh, we'll know uh, whether or not our lucky pitchers are walking away with cash and an option, and of course, we'll be coming amongst you to ask you your opinions during you the course of Because you event. are on
0: the side of, uh, of the pitchers, of course you are, and so you're gonna be shouting and cheering them on, making them feel very happy about what they've got to say to these people, and making these people spend money. <laughs> so, uh, so be there on their side, on our side, and, uh, and these people are wonderful, lovely people. If you've ever pitched them, you know that, so uh, it's gonna be fun. So, uh, without further ado, Tony, okay. our first okay. our first pitcher. We are going to begin with Jeff. Jeff Norton, who is going to be standing up to pitch a show called Chavalier Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Norton! <laughs> 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 uh, somebody whose finger is about to press a button to begin the five minutes.
4: And your five minutes starts now. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, guys. Good afternoon. My name is Jeff Norton. I'm an author and a writer-producer and the founder of Awesome. Awesome is an above-the-line production company, and we spend our time taking books and bringing them into screens, film and television. Uh, Indeed, I've spent most of my career over the last 15 years... Let's see if this actually works. There we go. Books to screens. Um, And along the way, most recently, I've been... I've been writing, and I've been creating original fiction. Uh, These are books which are now sold and set up with multiple different publishers and sold all around the world. And along this journey, I was inspired by my niece. This is my niece, Isla. You can all say, (laughs) (laughs) aww. So there's she when she was quite young, and then she's 10 now. She's doing an assault course over there. Isla is strong, smart, and bold. And when she was young, she loved ponies, and she not only loved ponies, but she loved Dora, Dora the Explorer, who's a great role model, I think you'd all agree. And then she was dumped into the pink ghetto. Okay? Now I believe that we can do better than this. And I believe we must do better than this. So I got to work. I got to work. I started creating a story about an ordinary little girl. This is Pip McDonald, uh, Philippa McDonald. She goes by Pip. She's eight and three quarters. Uh, She's sandwiched between her older sister and her little baby brother who takes up most of the oxygen in the family. Um, She is intrepid. She is strong. She is smart. She is courageous. And she loves horses. Her side of the bedroom is decorated with ponies. Her older sister's got boy bands. And one day, Pip is uh, called. She is called by two giant seahorses and taken to a magical island, a volcanic island in the middle of the sea, where she's about to have an incredible adventure. And there, she meets Princess Stardust. She meets the Princess Ponies. This is a royal society that inhabit this island called Chevalier. Princess uh, Stardust is the exact opposite of Pip, because she's flighty, she's the youngest of all the fools. she knows she'll never be queen, so she's just looking to have as much fun as possible. So the setup is a kind of odd, odd couple type setup. Now this has Spurred, an incredibly successful best-selling book series. Um, Princess Ponies is published all around the world by Bloomsbury, most recently in Russia. I hear Putin is a big fan, in fact. If you've seen that picture of him half-naked on the pony, you know what I mean? <laughs> What's great about the books, these sell hundreds and hundreds of thousands, is that truly it's a global brand platform. And so we reach uh, young girls and and in fact young boys even all around the world. My seven year old son is a, a fan of these stories because despite the pink and sparkles on the cover, and this is really the reason I'm here today, is to set the record straight, these are ass kicking swashbuckling books for young children. So, Chevalier is action-packed. I see this as live-action mixed media, okay? I'm well aware there's a lot of pony shows out there. Some of them are good, some of them frankly, um, are a bit like stepping in horse manure. Um, this is something tonally very different. What I'm going for here is epic fantasy, right? Big action adventure. Um, you could call it Game of Ponies. Okay? Tonally, where I'm going is adventurous. Optimistic, empowering. If the eight hundred pound pony in the room is my little pony is about friendship, right? Friendship is magic. We're about courage. Okay? We are about inspiring little girls and the boys are welcome too, to be strong, smart and bold. Okay, we have five
1: minutes. Uh, Terry, can we start with you? No, sorry.
4: <laughs> okay.
5: I love you though. You know I love you. I know, yeah. <laughs> um... I really liked you know the fact that uh, and we know you know each other, I really like how you think of the commerciality of what you 're going to put out there, and so it 's very present in terms of how you lead your pitch into a particular direction, talking about target, talking about sort of very contemporary themes about sort of girls, how they 're perceived how they 're perceiving themselves it 's uh, very contemporary of what you know sort of we 're hearing in the zeitgeist right now, so I think those shows. Feels very relevant. Uh, I didn't get the f- f- the. It's thirteen half hours. It would be half hour stories. Would be yeah. I mean, I, story? I see it.
4: As, I see it as half hours. I'd love to do it serialized. I mean, it's it's certainly flexible. There's twelve books to pull from, so we've got a lot of material. But in a picture perfection, it would be you know a good size run of probably half hour and serialized. Okay. Cool. And is
2: there
4: Oh, there's mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole conceit, and we don't have time, but the whole conceit about the world of Chevalier is really about acceptance and about understanding those who are other than you. And so there's a sort of deeper, darker mythology. You can flippantly think of it as, I don't know, Black Stallion meets Lost.
5: So congratulations on the, on the, on the pitch.
0: Do you find this... Something that would work in um, around the world, or uh, I know you're mainly animation, but... Uh... Well,
3: no, actually, so for me, we look for creator-driven properties, and this is clearly something that, you know, you're very passionate about, and you've got the creative vision, so it ticks that box for sure. Specifically, I think girl-led properties right now for us are really important, so it ticks that box too. Um, I, I feel like... There's a lot of potential here, and it's something that I would be interested in talking to Jeff about.
6: Wow! Well, so do I have to put my woo, money where my mouth is? <laughs> All right, hold fire! Hold fire, Eric. I have an inexplicable fear of horses, so it's. Really... <laughs> Eric, this isn't about you. No, but I just think about being on set and, oh, and well, terror. Yes, um, you know. I, for me, I really, I also know Jeff's work and, and love it a lot. For me, I don't know enough about it to be honest. I don't know enough about what's going on in this world, and I feel badly because I probably you haven't read all twelve book. books. I know. Hey, a little bit of
0: money, a little bit of money, and you can have that
6: time. You can have that quality time. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it would be a pass, and not just for my fear. I think to do this right is very big. It should be done big and it's with a lot of money. And we know how hard that is to do to get together. So. While I really like it, I think I will pass. Okay, well, there
0: is that opportunity to to spend more time with Jeff. Uh, this is still about the show. All right. <laughs> 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 uh, anybody want to put forward a little bit of a uh, little bit of money on the table to uh, to hard show cash. hard cash? Hard cash. Yeah, well, I'll
3: put 150 pounds.
0: In. Whoa! Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. It's about one horseshoe. One horseshoe. <laughs> uh, uh, exactly. An advance on that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anybody else interested?
5: I'll put 200. Oh, here we
0: go. We are bidding. Oh. We are bidding, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Okay. We are bidding. We're up well, to 200. No, 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 Okay, 250. Whoa, hello. <laughs> that's that's okay. tough. All right, 250. 250. Is that uh oh, time have have a yeah. 300.
3: Come
1: on. You have 100. a cash t- pin. 300. 300. What's the market cap on the table, ladies and oh. gentlemen? Oh.
2: Sorry, I didn't mean to kick you. It's okay.
3: <laughs>
2: Can I just say that I've actually read the books and I do love them? So they are amazing and full of mystery yeah. and full of, like, um, either way, uh, just amazing story of friendship and finding who you are.
3: Hang on a minute. There you go. And I
2: trust her opinion. <laughs> okay, just, so I'll just say that. Yeah. So
0: we're at 300. That's going to be worth another 100 quid right there. Yeah. 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 We're at 300 with Olivia. With yeah, 300, yeah, yeah. Anybody, any advance? Any advance on 300?
3: Do you want to do a French Canada Cobra? we <laughs> <laughs> um, Or we could my, do Ireland and France. My
5: only hesitation is that we have another horse show in development on oh. the on the animation side, on the live action side. Okay. So okay. I'm okay. sort of that's that's why I'm. That's why you're slightly you're hesitant. I was hesitant to to, to bid above you because maybe, you know, but you feel you quite have. passionate about the show. <laughs> so I'm trying yeah. to, you know, no, no, I and mean, I'm definitely stunned by my bid. Sure, so sure. We're sure. Clear. Thank you. Um, so I'd be happy to have, you know, uh, a deeper conversation.
3: No money, Natalie. money. Okay, so I will go to 350. And we, uh, as Tony pointed out, we don't do a lot of live action. So when we get behind a live action property, we want it to be a really Big idea, big concept. So and this,
5: big. Yeah. Then, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm going to to your point. I think right now to stand out in the marketplace, you need to go big. Mm-hmm. And so I think what we heard, you know, yesterday from the BBC is so true. Is just the way the world is going. Discoverability is difficult, and so I do believe that's what that also gets me hesitant on this. Is just sort of. It does feel that something that can stand out in the marketplace, like if, if it's done right and with the right broadcaster that's gonna put uh, um, you know, the right amount of money, it feels like it's an interesting proposition yeah okay i think thank that's you. great yeah, we, it's got to be big
0: yeah we're we've got we've got one hour to get all of this done so i think we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have <laughs> Is to that say that's final bid I, I, yeah. I
4: mean it doesn't have to accept I mean, Jeff it it's not like accept, it. you know <Yeah. laughs> he can do what he wants yeah, yeah. Jeff. thank you very much yeah no we'll have a chat yeah great. Well, it's,
2: it's
4: great. My, well done Jeff. Thanks, it's Jeff. my well job
7: to uh make you feel that your delegate fee was money well spent and that your opinion really matters. Which, of course, it doesn't. Nobody cares. <laughs> but can we have a show of hands from those who really liked that project, thought it was good? Yeah? Let's have a look. A lot of oh, a pretty good great. share. <laughs> Yeah, and those who, <laughs> you can hide your faces, those who thought it was a pile of pants.
2: Very <laughs> <laughs> polite, audience. Say that. <laughs>
7: So, okay. yeah, that's good. It's Pretty good, good vote. Anything. Anyone want to say anything briefly about it? Anyone got a, a view they want to express? Hello, Rachel. Just say who
8: you are. Rachel Morell, I'm a scriptwriter. I'm just surprised there weren't more gags about ponying up the cash.
1: Oh, very good. <laughs> very, very good. Anyone else quickly? <laughs> <laughs> no. All of that quality. Right, okay, Activity so moving on. Our next uh, project is called Captain Teddy, and it is going to be pitched to you by the wonderful Emma
9: Robinson! Hello, hi as everybody. Uh, I'm Emma, I'm from Troll Inc. Now, we are a game development studio, typically, Uh, we have a back catalogue of mobile and PC games across a range of platforms. Our games tend to be arcade style, sort of very accessible, pick up and play controls. Uh, We have a few there, Jellyflug, Grand Theft Seagull, Star Troll and Graffiti Grinder, which all are about chasing high scores and challenges, and that's what keeps the players coming back for more. Uh, We also have a few PC games, but they're more adventure-based, and we usually have some sort of um, travel mechanics. So there's time travel in Unlound and fire truck travel in Fire Dogs. Uh, We also have a track record of high-quality development for other companies where we would work with brands and take either existing IPs or develop IPs for them and create games that fit in alongside the, the other projects that they have across different mediums. We've worked with everything from smart home sensor technology to actual games and apps for kids. And we have got ourselves into the position now where we are able to offer very high quality, fast work that also meets the design guidelines and the standards set down by our external partners. Our most recent game is Dino Jump. It's a precise puzzle platformer. And we developed this one as a project to show external partners uh, what we can do in a short space of time. This one was over four months, and the total budget was about 80k. Uh, and it just shows the, the range of features and how quickly we can swap assets in and out. So, if you have your own assets that you want us to work with, we're able to provide it's almost like a shopping list of options. So, we can work with what you already have um, to just give you the game that, that will enhance your, your project. As Dino Jump is nearing completion, we have moved on to the project that I'm going to talk a bit more about today, which is Captain Teddy. Now, Teddy is based on my very own Teddy, that I've had since I was born. He has protected me every night when I've been sleeping. No monster has ever got me, and I think that's all because Teddy is doing such a good, good job at it. He's absolutely fearless, and we would like to use that to sort of promote bravery and and independence in kids, as well as keeping it fun. At the minute, we have um, a production plan for the game, which follows Teddy as he takes on sort of different different baddies that might appear, or that kids might think would appear when they're in their bed at night. Uh, there are production plans for a point-and-click adventure game. Uh, it's for mobile and PC, and kids would click uh, on items within the bedroom. The bedroom and the kids are all customizable, so you can kind of set this up to be your very own uh, bedroom that you're playing in. And there are some fun things, if you can play games or read books and do puzzles. And then there are some slightly scary things where Teddy will come along and and chase them away and just show the girls and boys that they are safe when they're sleeping at night. Uh, There are some extra activities. Uh, You can create a calendar to either track if you've slept all night or how many nights you've had without monsters or whatever you want to customize this calendar as. And there are uh, arts and crafts activities that you can do in the real world, like making a bottle of monster spray, which always comes in useful if you frighten kids. What we would like out of this is to take Captain Teddy further. We have become more involved in developing the IP across a range of mediums, but we don't have the expertise in it. We can make the games, we can make the games very well, but we need help to sort of take Captain Teddy um, a bit further. We do want to do a range of um, episodes of a show that would have Teddy going on different adventures, having a few friends come along the way, and again all the while promoting bravery, fun and independence in kids. At the minute, for the game, we're working with a budget of about 100k. Some of that is set aside for these partner costs for developing the IP, but in terms of the actual game development, uh, we can manage that in about six months for 70 grand. Um, It's growing beyond that. Then that we're really looking for help with now. We know where we sit. We know what we're good at, and we know what we need to sort of take it further. And that's that's the help and advice we're looking for. So if you would like to see more of Captain Teddy or any of our other games, um, you can give me a shout and you'll see more of me and my actual Teddy too. So thank you very much. That's Captain oh. Teddy.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's fantastic. I mean, that's not just about asking for money, you're really asking for a creative partnership for yeah. somebody who you can work alongside to take it to the next stage for storytelling.
9: Yeah, so that we can just take, Cap- or take Teddy a bit further and. While we have the game, it's not. Um, it is better if it sits in among all our media. It it just has more of an impact, and we find that through our work with the, the other companies. Right.
0: I think all these guys are used to dealing across multimedia for all the projects that they create. So, do you guys have any any further questions or uh, or thoughts on uh, on uh, on the uh, on your Teddy? Yeah. Well, Congratulations you
2: got any... on your success. Um, sounds like you guys are doing a great job with the. Um, Video games and the apps, so that's fantastic. Um, I think that the character is so cute, mm-hmm. and I can see uh, possible consumer products just with the with the teddy. If you can make it more um, unique, for us, I would say it's a little bit too young of where we want to go, so we won't be able to go forward on it. But I think uh, it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
5: Yeah, I was, I was you know, a little bit confused by the target demo in terms of who is you know, who that is. You know, it felt like you were positioned more in terms of gaming on sort of an older demo, so I wasn't too sure yeah, who you are targeting this.
9: This player. one falls on the, um, in games anyway, it's Peggy ratings. This one's Peggy 3, and it's kind of that 3 to 7 age group um, is where it would be suitable, but it's finding the specific place within that is where we would hope your expertise would, would come in then.
5: Okay. I mean, for us, it's. There, I don't have enough to be able to yeah. to to get a feel for the property in terms of a you know cute bear going on on different adventures. It's you know it's been done like a, a lot in the past. So I think there needs to be something more than that. And and right now the design feels like extremely young. So it feels more like almost a, like a lifestyle brand for you know sort of older. Um, kids a bit like Hello Kitty or whatever it doesn't you know like it's hard to get a feel for what the prop you know the property would be yeah. it feels like it's very generic for a you know younger preschool brand and yet you know and it might be a good one you know sort of in terms of uh, as a lifestyle gaming sort of brand but not necessarily with um, linear content to go with it so. so yeah
0: because that's really where you're looking to head and of course um, I tell you you've but the cold face of creating these shows, uh, preschool shows. Uh, Do you see this as having a, a the creative, creative journey that needs to begin? Do you think it's uh, it's there for you?
3: Well, uh, first of all, I really love the idea of courage and bravery for little kids. I think that's that's amazing and really important, particularly in today's time. Um, for us, I feel like. I mentioned earlier that we look for things that have a very strong creative um, point of view and, and creator-driven. And I feel like at this time, um, there probably needs to be a little bit more development done before that before we can <laughs> jump on board. Um, things usually come to us with a little bit more of a, a, of a, a baked idea of where the show is going to go. And, um, so at this time, I don't think it's, it's something that we can do.
0: Fine, uh, But I know that uh, it is hard to know at what point to pitch something, how far to take it before <laughs> yeah, you get advice. Right. And uh, I know also Zodiac worked with creators to develop shows yeah, from yeah, from, sure. a, uh, from a very early
6: stage. So is this something that... It, it, listen, I, I always love these stories of bravery. I also was intrigued that you said it's based on a teddy bear from, that's protected you and that mm-hmm. idea of of a teddy bear being there as you sleep and going with you to a dreamscape or something is kind of interesting and helping battle. So I think there's something really cool there. It's just hard. There's I feel like there's not enough to sink our teeth in that says this is your show and this yeah. is the you know, this is the what makes it unique in a, a trolling show, you know? Yeah. So I maybe, think, maybe you have an answer for that now. Well, Not yet.
9: No, this is the first time we've showed it off. It is, we know ourselves. It is very early and in, um, in pre-production even, rather than hey, in don't, development. Don't make them pay for the rest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. So don't give it all away now. Yeah. You've, got to, you've got to tease them and <laughs> also be short of time. <laughs> Just don't uh, don't give it all away now. So, do any of you want to dig a little deeper? Maybe put a tiny bit of money uh, out I of I your would pockets. Two hundred pounds on this. That's a cool.
7: Thank you. Right.
0: Because a lot of work has been done. You can't tell everything in five minutes, wow. so it's wonderful you want to hear more. Anybody else want to up that from 200? Because he's getting it cheap.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay uh, 200, no other takes. But I think that's really good. I think Zodiac are a great, great fit for you. If, if you would like to uh, accept this offer from Eric,
9: yeah, would you? little later, too. Well done. Very much. Wonderful. Like well done. Okay. Thank you.
7: Right. Quick, quick feedback? Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, we'll yeah have we'll let's have a quick, have a quick show of hands. A great presentation from Emma there, but uh, it may not be to everybody's taste that project. Have we got any broadcasters in the room? Or is the bar open? <laughs> Anyone want to say... Who, let's a quick show of hands about who liked it.
0: Who liked it, and yes. And who'd back
7: it. Yeah? Oh, you don't have to pay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wonderful. Yeah? Lovely. Thank you, Thank you very much. Okay, and now we are going to move on to... Um, Uh, Alexandra Perez and Gabrielle Villavicencio. Did I get that right? (laughs)
1: Well done, Tony!
0: Thank you, thank you. Right, and they are going to be uh, telling us all about uh, Colour Monsters in in about five minutes. So uh, your time starts now. All right, hi. My name is Gabriel Villavicencio,
10: and I am the founder of Vanilla Studio. We love to develop original stories based on great ideas.
11: And, oh, hi, that's me. I'm Alejandra Perez, and I love to do all the character design and visual development.
10: So we want to show our project, and we hope you'll love it as much as we do. So today, there's so much information we can access. New content is developed every second. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad.
11: Yeah, and our children have access to this content too, although it keeps them entertained, it doesn't necessarily help to develop their imagination.
10: So we want to change that. We want to offer content that makes them develop cognitive skills, but most important, we want them to just be and act like children.
11: Kids should explore and learn about the world around them and experience all the great things that make fun memories.
10: So, in another words, we want to change, we want to make childhood great again. <laughs> so yeah.
11: Yeah, we would like to present to you the color monsters. So yeah, Color Monsters is an animated series that promotes education and values to the little ones in a funny, simple, and friendly way.
10: Well, with their magic, our friends must color the planet papyrus, which is made of, of paper, but this won't be easy. They will face challenges as a team, strengthening the bonds of friendship between them.
11: Yeah, and each one of them has like a very unique personality so that kids get um, attached to it, like. Personality-wise.
10: So these are the characters. This is Roar. He's the leader of the group. With his big heart, he tries to protect his friends.
11: And then we have little Puff, who's more like the the smallest of the Color monsters. He's really shy, but when it comes to helping his friends, that's when he gains confidence and goes for it.
10: So this is Flo. She loves to, to dance and take care of nature. It's in her spirit to explore the world.
11: And Jan Jan, well, he's the chubby one, but um, he's the most mischievous of them all, cause a lot of trouble. He's cute.
10: And this is Gush, the playful of the group. With a whirlwind personality, she will always support her friends.
11: And so yeah, they have uh, magic that they use to paint the world. Bam.
10: And this is the world they live in, uh, the planet made entirely out of paper. This is the place where our characters arrive.
11: And they live at a treehouse because, yeah, kids, we love treehouses. Everybody kids, us also, I guess. And, uh, and it has like a swing and no, places to play with. It's more like a playground type of thing. Oh, yeah. And then we have like a set of different stories and log lines, uh, these are two examples, but this is the part where we feel that we need like, input uh, from uh, creative writing. Um, but so yeah, one of our stories is uh, the fastest monster alive, and it's Little Whoosh. and uh, there's a race, and the color monsters are competing, but for some reason she loses, and she's a sore loser. So yeah, she has to, make by, by having fun is how she wins, right? With, her fr- with the help of her friends.
10: And this is this, another example, little by little, where Flo uh, found some seeds, and she has planted them, and then she hopes that a big tree grows from, from it. As time goes on, she despairs and asks for help her, for her friends. Together, they must learn that some things in life take time, especially the good ones. And we have a little video. Uh, I don't know if um, the guys back there can play it, please.
2: Color monsters, monster fun Coloring is what they love Color monsters, monster fun Learning the colors is for everyone We can learn about the colors today Draw away it, say okay With color monsters by a side Singing, laughing, you'll be feeling alright Colour monsters, monster fun Colouring is what they love Colour monsters, monsters fun Roar, rush, flow, yum, yum and
1: puff So that's it? That's it? Uh, can we just say that Alexandra and Gabrielle came all the way from Mexico to be here? Thank you very much to pitch to you. That's amazing, wonderful colour monsters. Eric, can we start with you, please?
6: I think it's really super cute, super cute ideas to this. Unfortunately for us, we have a lot of projects that overlap so many of these elements that I'm afraid it would be not a good idea for us. But I think you've done some really nice work here. It's really cute. Thank you. Natalie, we move along. Thank you.
3: Um, I love the look of it. I think it's really delicious. Um, it's very, um, the characters are quite unique. It's got a really unique visual signature to it. Um, I'm not really quite getting why they're monsters. Um, so <laughs> I, I probably would need to dig a little deeper into that um, and understand their world and their stories. But I think you've done a really great job.
9: Thank
5: you. Olivia? Yeah. Probably along along the same lines, I like you know how, how iconic the characters are it's quite striking when you have them on the on the page, which is you know sort of a really strong start visually for sure um, again like it's a little hard to you know to tell just yet um, it's almost what this show stands for like it it uh, you know you you pitch to you know two interesting stories that have a great emotional through line, et cetera, which is great so you clearly understand storytelling. It's just sort of like, how do you position the show a little bit? Uh, You know, with the title, as as you said, like the monsters, the color, like there's a lot of things, but without um, maybe a more precise uh, um, space that you could own uh, with something which is that iconic. Uh, So, you know, sort of intriguing. As with Eric, we have quite a few properties in the preschool space, so I'm not sure that we would, you know, sort of necessarily come on board, but definitely I think there's something there for someone looking to develop a, a, a strong preschool show. Thank you. Tay?
2: I agree <clears throat> completely. Um, there's a, a spark there, certainly, of some fun storytelling. And also, there seemed to be a place, that you said a little bit like you want it to be, it's almost educational, but it's not quite educational. so. I think that if that's a ground you want to go into, that needs to be developed quite a bit more. Um, I'm not saying you should, I'm just saying that if, there's a couple things you said that made it seem like that. Um, And so that, if you're gonna go in that direction, that needs to be broadened and really deepened. Um, And it feels like there's a lot, for for us, there'd be a lot more questions about why. Why are they in a world where there wasn't color? What happened? Why did they go there? Where did they come from? And ultimately, what are they doing? Like it it needs a little bit of, I think, deeper, well, what
1: what of so. 50 pounds. 50 pounds per <laughs> Y.
2: And like have four Ys? Yeah, yeah. I would need to see it before I could put the money on the table, my friend.
3: Money
2: in. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I'm intrigued enough.
6: As, it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Two,
3: Natalie. So 200. That's Wow.
1: Would anybody like to follow that up with another bid, another offer? No. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's still fighting of horses over here. It's just like, <laughs> Still getting over the ponies. <laughs> I know, I know,
5: I know, I know. It's terrible. Just one last thing, yes, me. a little piece of advice in terms of the pitch, because when the pitch starts, you say, oh, there aren't shows out there which promote kids, you know, like, encourage... You know, like, there's plenty of shows out there which do exactly that, so... In a way, maybe that's preventing you from seeing what's, what could be more unique about your show. Because there are a lot of shows that promote sort of kids' imagination, encouraging to do all, all of these things. So when the show starts you know, for a commissioner or for you know, a broadcaster or for a distributor, you're starting by telling, oh, there's nothing that you have which, is, you know, which promotes imagination. It's like, well, no, there, there are quite a few things. So I would sort of maybe remove these slides and then dig deeper you know, going to you know, what was being said in terms of what's sort of unique about your show. Um.
1: All right, thank, yeah. You. Yeah, thank, you. thank
5: you. Okay, so we have an offer of 200
1: pounds uh, to, to, to take this forward for a few that's months. That's like
3: 20,000 Canadian dollars. that's
1: a lot of paper in your world of paper. Up there. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: it's,
1: it's okay. You're into that, yeah? You're up for <laughs> yeah. OK, well, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. It's <laughs> an extraordinary success today. It's marvellous, marvellous. <laughs>
0: it. Moving, swiftly. On. Moving on, moving on to Granny McGuinness. It is your turn at last. And we have Hoglutz. So,
12: well done, there we are. Hello. Right. Thank you for the opportunity to be here today. I'm Grania. I'm from Paper All Films, and the kind of content that we're passionate about is positive, meaningful content for young children. And the recipe for succeeding in getting that content to them is to make it funny, um, and to make it stand out, and to make it grab the imagination of a global audience. And I'm going to tell you about that show now, today. And that show is Happy the Hoglet. Happy, um, and it's 52 by 7 minutes for four to six-year-olds. Happy does not always live up to his name. He is very growly and very grumbly, and um, he has nothing whatsoever to do with the pig. He's a baby head And we might turn the volume down a wee bit on that, because, you know, (laughs) God forbid you couldn't hear me. So together on sunny Riverbank with his friends, Happy the Hoglet is learning how to manage big feelings and really grow the positive ones. Because the more positive feelings that we can put out into the world, the more positive feelings there are. Um, So this is a show really that's all about kindness and compassion and building resilience in children in the modern world based on those things. It's not to say that we don't have difficulties in the modern world, because of course we do, but there is great cheer in being able to get over those difficulties. So I'm just going to show you um, a little video now. So happy is prickly smelly and he has fleas so if he can make a friend so can the four of you. Okay. <laughs> I maybe shouldn't have said that. I should be sucking up. Um, okay. Happy wouldn't suck up either maybe. Um, so I'm going, to sh- I'm going to show you the moment at which the growly grumbles life changed forever and it's the moment that he was kind to someone and in being kind to someone he made a friend. But first of all the little duckling that reached out and was in need of help saw a social connection and through building social connections was able to make her circumstances better too yep play I'll press the play
2: that's the next one
12: there's a replay
0: All right, I'll help you find it.
12: Come on. So began the journey of hoglet and
3: duckling.
12: when the creatures of Sunny River saw them, they wanted to make friends too. Olivia. Oh, hi there. Hello. yoo Sassel. That's just a little clip. The the duckling had lost her mama at that point, and um, Happy had no choice but to help her. So, but in helping her, he started a positive cycle, and that changed everything. Um, The next slide is—I'll skip it because I think I'm talking too long. Um, And I'll just say why I think we should make this show. Well, I think we should make this show for the crack, because it's going to be very funny. Uh, (laughs) But also, the characters are really strong, and I don't have time to tell you about them, but they're really strong characters. They're stories that will resonate with a global audience. And... um, I hope we'll help young audiences see, within the safe space of Sunny River, that there's a way of building your inner resilience. Premium content. Um, (laughs) Premium content. You have to pay for the rest. That's it. Shut up, (laughs) Grania. It's wonderful.
0: (laughs) Well done. Can we just do one, two, three? R. One, two, three. (laughs) Frank, I really needed that. That was just so lovely.
6: So. um, Eric. I really love it. I think there's so many cool things. We're just launching a series at the end of this year that is so much about this world of creatures in a woodland space that I'm, I would love it, but I think our company would be like, why do you have two? Right? And, uh, but it's really beautiful. It's really great. Thank you. I hate it when they say that, don't you? That, don't listen well, to that's me, Eric.
0: Probably we have we've that many got things. something like it, and it's, it happens so often so because it is such a wonderful yeah, show, I should just shut up. I shouldn't uh, be doing this. Don't but, shut up. Uh, sorry, Natalie.
3: Oh, you had me at the duckling. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah. No, I am intrigued to find out more. Uh, absolutely. I I just it really sort of resonated with me in terms of the design and the what you're trying to do and it, there's a real authenticity to it. It I think it will connect with kids. So, yes.
5: Olivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations on the pitch. It was Thank really you. a strong pitch. And all the things that you say, said at the very early part of the pitch, I mean, you were setting big expectations, but it's, it's all the things that we're looking for in shows. So that's, you know, particularly in preschool, the fun, the global. Um, you know, you picked a theme. Uh, so I really, really loved it. Where, who created the show?
12: The voices in my head. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs>
5: so you are the crea- you are the creator of the show okay all right both the visuals and the 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 story
12: uh the visuals are by lovely um uh, artist in our studio, uh, Laura Coulter, and we're working on development with um, some wonderful people from a show I'm working on for CBeebies at the minute called Pablo, um, and we're uh, working with a lovely team of autistic writers who are very emotionally
2: resilient. OK. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank cool. Thank you. Terry, Thank you. a quick word.
2: Um, so I loved it. I thought it was great. I especially love The Hedgehog that Was Grumpy. I mean, there's so much <laughs> comedy about that, and I think that, that actually for a lot of kids, um, uh, is manifest their emotions because a lot of kids are grumpy in case you guys didn't know that um, uh, but then our job is to make them happy you can have a kid laugh as a good day um, so I would like to put a hundred pounds towards it oh.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. I've got I've got high expectations financially for the next part of, uh, of the process <laughs> So, who would like to bid a little bit of the money you've be, all been saving? Because you've, uh, you've been quite, frugal up until this point.
6: Well, I bid 200 to make them pay more. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: thank you. Right, I, I want some fast bidding here because I'm mindful okay. we have one more wonderful project to see here uh, before uh, so the end of the hour. Yeah, definitely 250. 250. Yeah.
3: 250. Any advance on 250? 500. Oh, oh.
0: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay, 500, we're standing at 500, yeah. any advance 550. on... 550. <laughs> 550. <laughs> on 550, we're standing at 550. Oh, <laughs> you saved all your money. Whoa. Oh. Sorry?
3: 600.
2: 600.
3: Yeah. 600.
0: <laughs> advance on 6. 625. 625. <laughs> 625. 750. <laughs> 750. <laughs> Woo! 800. 800. Oh. Okay, you know what, this is getting serious. They really, really do want... Okay, 7? Yeah. Was that 7 or 8? Eight. eight, eight. Any advance on eight? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you can. I do love it.
3: Um, okay, we're going to go to 900. nine hundred.
0: Nine hundred. Okay. Nine hundred for nine story. I brought a, a
3: big purse. Oh. Oh.
0: Could you say a thousand? I know.
3: One thousand. He's got, the, he's, got he's got the cash <laughs> pig behind him.
0: <laughs> All right, we're into four figures. Not one thousand. Any advance on a thousand?
3: How much have I spent already? Oh, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're fine. So, any advance, a thousand.
0: Uh, 1100 1, 1100 1100 Why have you all gone crazy? I'll give you
2: some of mine, and we can do it as a co-production. $1,150.
5: Oh. $1,150. Should we partner?
2: We can. Should we go $1,250? Yes. Come on, Olivier, the peak will be Okay, are we up to 1250.
0: Did 1, I hit 1250? 1300. 1300. 1300. Um, oh, okay. Terry, okay. what do you think? 1300. It's going. It's going for 1300. I think we. T- you want to On top of a
2: 1400? 1, yeah. Like 1400. 1, 1400.
5: 1400. Okay, I'm putting the 2000. Oh. oh. Good job. 2000. Good
11: for you. Okay.
0: Right, this has never happened before. This has never happened before. They can, of course, go beyond 2,000. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Personal <laughs> money now, So I think the companies have allowed for 2 grand. What do you reckon, Carl?
7: Go,
0: go, go. Okay, uh, 2 grand. Should we, should we, should we, should we end there? It's, um, it's not up to me, you know. Do you want to go into uncharted yeah. territory on this? Do you like
12: to see That's another
1: picture much. of
2: the
1: Dudley? Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Three thousand, okay. or the duck gets it. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. I have to start with her. my team. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. Okay. All right. Proportionally, proportionally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. We're gonna
0: stop. Than
6: we're, people start
0: <laughs> to make things like this and and <laughs> having conversations down here. So we're okay. gonna have to move on. It is gonna have to be Olivia Dumont from E1 for two <laughs> <clears> thousand pounds. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank okay, you, Olivia. That's
1: wonderful. Are you ready, guys? So now we have a wonderful project called World of Rock, which is going to be presented to you by Marcus Kenyon, Lauren Orty, and Johnny Ford. Our last Hello. project.
8: Right. We are Finger Industries, and rather than do what we normally do and hide at the back and sponsor the session, yeah. we have decided to actually come up and talk about our project. So I'm Marcus. <laughs> This is A, and we're ably assisted by our concept artist, Lauren, who we have banned from speaking because she's more talented and louder than me and him. It's very true. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> right then, <laughs> stop milking it. <laughs> oh God, she's off. <laughs> this voice doesn't speak. I I wish
13: do that. Right, we are here to talk about World of Rock. I'm not sure how we follow the last one, but we'll give it a go. Yeah. Away. Um, so, our story begins far, far away. I mean, really far away, further than Wigan. In the middle of nowhere, with a small, nubbly rock. And on this rock, as can often happen, is life, but not as we know it. Evolution has kind of gone on holiday and left the gin cupboard unlocked, if you know what I mean. It's, um, as we see here, out of a pocket of steaming tidal gloop, a microscopic civilization has arisen. I give you the plasmoids. <coughs> oh. We're aiming (laughs) high, aiming really high. (laughs) Together with their idiot ruler, who is dumber than his own hat, these guys think they're the absolute (laughs) pinnacle of civilization. (laughs) The the only problem is, on the opposite side of the rock is another civilization who think exactly the same. I give you the (laughs) Grukniks. So oh, they are totalitarian, sunbaked, and run by an ancient crystalline dictator who loves a bit of disco.
8: <laughs> cool. So we have two really weird microscopically small civilizations on this rock. They've been bitterly opposed for many generations. In the midst of this idiotic conflict are two youngsters. Two beacons of hope for a better, more peaceful and more harmonious future. The problem is. One of them is an overprivileged, shiny-faced pillock with absolutely no manners whatsoever. And the other is a singing, all-dancing, full-on optimist who makes you want to gag them with their own tie-dyed wellies. Oh, <laughs> and then we have Grip. Grip is from the crystalline Nerdfest of He He's bred for the elite. He's essentially raised for leadership in a darkened room. But to be fair to him, it's, it's not entirely his own fault that he's a complete idiot because he's had someone wiping his own crystalline ass for his whole life.
13: And, oops, oh, early, yes. Yeah, yeah. From, the, um, from the damp and feculent kingdom of Plasmodia comes bean, whose total hippie, part sub part whelk, unstoppably off- optimistic, and looks an awful lot like our friend over there in the, in the crazy outfit. God help us. <laughs> um, somehow... Despite their sort of pronounced and, frankly, useful character flaws, they recognise in each other a kindred spirit in a world where everybody else appears to be deranged. So, together with various sort of biologically indeterminate friends, so we have the, the non-binary genius inventor.
8: The psychopathic general.
13: The royal inbred glutton. Inbred, sorry, glutton
8: <laughs> the polar opposite of good vibes.
13: Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. The the all-knowing crystal-based dictator. They're just trying to grow up normal.
8: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, (laughs) hold (laughs) on. He's keen. He is. Um, So storylines include about many. So we've got brainwashing by electro hats, pie-related sabotage, and the accidental city-wide funk party, and many, many more.
13: Broadly focusing on being educating the bundle of repressed weirdness that is grip and trying to stop their respective rulers from destroying both civilizations and the rock they all
8: live on. 52 times 11, 6 to 11 year olds.
1: <laughs> Very good. Thank you. World of Rock, everybody.
8: Well
1: done. <coughs> I must point out before we go any further that Olivier is now officially skint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, you never know, you never know. Terry, can we start with you, please? Uh,
2: so congratulations on putting together a fun pitch and um, some really fun characters and artwork. Um, for me, I, I'm a bit confused, though. I understand, like you told, you told us like, a little bit of what the story was would be, but I feel, don't, I feel like I still don't have a sense of who the characters are, what their motivation is, what's going on, why this is happening. It, it feels still to me a lot of confusion. So for us to be able to go forward, I would need a, like a bit more work on your guys' side yeah. to be able to know what, what actually is going on in this world. Yeah,
8: yeah. Okay. There, there is a lot more in it. It's just a lot more in it. A lot more in it. More than five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: Olivia, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure what you guys were on when you created this, but I, <laughs> I hope you saved some for me this season to <laughs> <laughs> you the <laughs> So um, I'm not sure. I'm not. I, I'm not sure what happened. Basically, I'm not. Yeah, it, it feels like more than more. It feels like maybe there seems to be a little bit less. Uh, you know, sort of initially to have more of a you know sort of a, a throughline. It's it's difficult to have a grasp of the show. I think is what Terry and I are. You know, yeah. um, I agree. Confused. Yeah, it's, bit, it's hard yeah. to it's it's hard to grasp the show. Um, currently, uh, maybe, so, yeah.
1: Thank you, Natalie.
3: I would concur uh, (laughs) with my other panelists. Um, At first I was expecting a music show, World of Rock, then I realized (laughs) it was a little play on words, so that's um, clever, Uh, very creative. Um, I feel like it needs to be uh, a clearer concept, like what's the show about, clearly, and, I'm going to use Eric's line, which is actually when I realized that it, you know, took place in in this world of, of rocks. We actually have a show in development <laughs> <laughs> good, good that, yeah, um, that that takes place in that kind of environment. So for for us, it would be, you know, I, I, it wouldn't be something that we would, I think, uh, get behind.
6: Well, my ho- fear of horses has been eclipsed by yellow sea monkeys. <laughs> um, I think it's super cool. I think it's, it's so batshit crazy that yeah. there's something there. Yeah. But we're having trouble with a batshit crazy show now, so I'm re- reluctant to go after it because it's, it's oh. so hard. But I, I'd, I'd put in 200 anyway, just to yeah. have the chat.
8: Yeah.
6: Wow, thank you, Eric. Thank you very much. Anybody
1: else would like to um, go further than that for, that, for that, that three-month chat to find out how batshit crazy it could get?
8: We can get, yeah. we can
1: get crazier, <laughs> <Trust me. laughs> No doubt. <laughs> I think that's what they're
2: afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm. Wow. I, <laughs> I spent an hour.
6: Canadians would love to. You.
11: <laughs> you have an
6: offer You have an offer from Eric A
1: £200 offer Would you like to accept that? I think it's up to Lauren uh, Well Lauren, it's up go to, to you go Uh yeah Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Eric thank you Welcome <laughs> to the Industries yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. uh, We've only run over by five minutes Which isn't bad Which is amazing So I think a big round of applause To all the people who pitched today <laughs> It's Thank you very much. And our four wonderful, wonderful commissioners, executives, who have been absolutely amazing. Thank you very much, people. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: You really, really made a huge difference. Thank you.